MyCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense and major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, Jazzy Fiddle. What up? Can I get a little bit more enthusiasm out of you? What up? That's just a higher pitch. Oh. What up? Okay, now you just pissed off the producer, so we're going to move on to E-Bone Capone, <laughs> the Deadite Knight. I'm going to quit. <laughs> I'm going to stop coming in here. Or, no, no, actually, I changed my mind. I'm going to have Jazzy's mic cut until the the news starts. <laughs> so that way he can't go, I got the same job, what up? And say dumb things that blow out the levels and make me have to do more work in fixing this. Listen, all I'm saying is that all the other podcasts I listen to that, that have producers, they seem to all piss their producers off, and that's how they make good content. So, I mean, we just do this because we love you. We do this because we want you to have purpose. Not needed. I show up angry. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> just looking at you two just fills me <laughs> with a boiling piss rage. Well, welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, episode 130. 130 episodes in the books. Today is a very special episode. We got some big topics to talk about. But before that, I wanna I wanna spend a little bit of time because I know Jazzy's been playing a shit ton of random games. No, I've been playing shit. <laughs> Liar! You've been playing a, you've been playing a lot. I've been playing of one a lot thing. of one thing. I went real real hard on Destiny. Yes, you did. Real hard. Harder than I've ever seen in the history of hard. Yeah, like real hard. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> So yeah, we uh, we played some Destiny. We we finished the raid. Yep, soloed um, it pretty much. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anybody anybody that's part of that raid that might listen to this episode is gonna kill you. You know that, right? Well, I mean, the, the stats don't lie. You should have seen me at the top of all those. Oh my god, the stats! Here we go. Anyway. It's easy when you have the easy right lane. Ooh. I'm the worst player on the team, and I could I could have carried this. It's easy side. when you have Inkster Rick carrying you over there, just taking care of everything <laughs> for you. Up I'm ghetto ass Rick. I'm not gonna lie. Like everybody kind of like makes it. I think I think Ricky likes playing with me. Ricky and I play really well together, so I'm I'm perfectly fine with with partnering up with Ricky in in the raid at any point. But I'm not gonna lie, that raid was like. Not that I didn't put my work in, but it was a lot easier for me because I could focus on like a lot of other stuff I wouldn't be able to focus on because I had Rick and Braden as my partners throughout that whole raid. So like the whole first half of the raid, I didn't have to do shit as far as ad control because Braden just took care of everything. Yeah, Braden, Braden is a master at uh, crowd control, taking care of all those ads for you so that you can just focus on your mechanics. He is He's the man for that. Um... But yeah, we beat it. So we uh, we we started this this whole raid with one purpose. We wanted to learn the mechanics and beat the raid without getting help, without going to YouTube, without trying to fig- you know cheat our way to victory. So it took us a couple weeks, and it took us 
numerous wipes at bosses to figure out exactly what the mechanic was and how we were supposed to do it, build a plan around it, and then execute it. And one by one, we would beat the boss. We got to the last room, which was a very difficult uh, situation for us. Mainly, we had one we had one uh, teammate that was low light. We had another teammate that j- jumped into jumped into that particular raid this week, uh, as that was the room they jumped into, and they've never seen it before. So you know, we had a little bit of learning to do and a little bit of carrying to do, and uh, we got through it barely. Yeah. I mean, the ending of this, we're gonna get it up on our YouTube channel here soon. So head on over to Gaming in Detroit on YouTube. I'm not kidding you. It might be the closest call to Enrage versus defeating the boss that I have ever witnessed, seen, been part of. It doesn't matter. I, I thought we lost. I thought he enraged. I, I thought, thought we lost sure we for lost. sure. But and I and he literally had a hit point. And I was like, I quit. I quit this game. I quit I quit the PS4. I quit gaming. I'm just gonna sell all my video games. I'm done. Like I was so frustrated and then my, my trophy popped and I was like, wait a minute. And then the and then like the quest line popped and I was like Oh my god, we beat him! <laughs> like I, I had already given up. I was like, "Fuck this shit!" <laughs> right. And of course, you're like everybody. It's like one thirty in the morning, and everybody's got like significant others in the other room sleeping. You know, roommates. You know, wherever they're at, and you hear everybody like over their mics, like because <laughs> you know they're trying to like hold it in. <laughs> I'm like punching my leg. I'm like, "This fucking hurts!" But god damn it, thank you, Lauren. I just woke my wife up. I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> This is this, this is after I feel bad because that round she had come into the room and like mind you it's it's intense we're halfway through the 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 room and it's like oh my goodness like you know we're having a really good run and my wife comes up and starts asking me questions and I felt so bad because I went shh and like I shushed her. <laughs> I heard it. Yeah, we heard yeah, it on yeah, the chat. I, 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 I was like one of those moments. I was like oh no I'm gonna be in so much trouble. We better win because yep. if I have to go to bed not finishing the raid and with an angry wife so as soon as we were done I was like guys I gotta go and like I logged off and walked right upstairs and apologized um, and then she proceeded to try and break my thumb in a, in a fit of horseplay and then when I found out that uh, yeah she was you know even after my apology holding some hostilities for me shushing her so a little bit of uh, gamer advice uh, don't shush your wife just let her talk while you're on the chat and ignore her there yep, you go. There you go. <laughs> done and done. But yeah, um, so that that was cool. We got some good drops, and now we will be gearing up to prepare ourselves for the heroic mode of the raid. So, but other than that, I've been playing a um, phone game. That's right. I make fun of them all the time. And uh, free- oh, phone game. Yeah. Oh, you can play a phone game. It's dumb. Yeah, it's usually what I sound like. You're right. That's what I just said. That's they- why I did it. Yeah. Okay. All the games you play are dumb, Jazzy. So, anyways, oh, got the first one of the episode. All right, so uh, it's called Pin Out. Dumb. And I guess you you can wonder <laughs> you can wonder why I play this. It is a futuristic pinball game, but it's really interesting. Does it, nature take over uh, a futuristic pinball machine? How did you know? Yeah, well, nature reclaiming the world is. Your thing. It's, yeah, I like made that. So and no, this is like Tron. So it's the opposite. It's the other thing I love. It really, it looks like Tron. The all the audio, all the music sounds like Daft Punk. And the idea is, yet you have two, you know, two paddles like like a pinball machine, but the but the board cont- is infinity. So you keep hitting these paths that take you to a whole other board. And the idea is that you have a, mo- a certain amount of time to try to get as far as you can. 
Um, and you can pick up extra time as you go. But there's even cool, like, mini games that you can pick up where it's like you'll hit, like, this special, like, orb and all of a sudden an 8-bit like racing car game will launch at the top of the screen and you have to try to get as, mi- as many points as you can which then turn it into seconds to extend your game um, I picked it up for free as like the whatever the free app of the week on iOS and I was and then I didn't play it for probably about two weeks after that and one day I fired it up and I killed my battery by let's say I got up at 10 o'clock I killed it by noon as in my phone shut off because I was playing this game so much. So it does eat battery a lot, first of all. But it is a really cool game. You can get a free version of it on the iOS. If you want the premium version, which uh, gives you some extra features and obviously avoids the ads, it's $1.99. But uh, pretty cool if you're a pinball fan. I would highly recommend it. Sounds dumb. <sighs> they stole the idea. God. They're getting sued. <laughs> Anyways, I also played one other game because... Our guest from uh, last episode, Sir Braden, <laughs> said that he was playing uh, Letter Quest and explained to us that it was like a word spelling game, which Ethan instantly like cut his mic and said, we don't talk about those things on the podcast. We don't do that book learning, reading, writing <laughs> business right here. But then he explained to me <laughs> that it was like a side-scrolling like uh, fighter where by spelling the words, your character advances and fights people and things like that. So he, he asked me the other day, he's like, hey, have you tried Letter Quest yet? And I said, no. So I went and downloaded it right then. And at lunch, I played it. And, uh, you know, for, it was actually a lot of fun. I'm not a huge, like, like whatever word-based type game, spelling game, like not usually my thing. This is okay. I'm sure it gets, once you get to like the more advanced levels, I'm probably not interested anymore, but uh, pretty fun, free game again on the iOS. And that's what I've been playing. That's about it. A little bit, oh, a little bit of Pokemon demo. Uh, yeah, that's just prepping for the uh, the release. Feeling okay about it? <sighs> I don't know. I feel about the same, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't think it really has like hyped me more so, but I, I'm not more. I'm not like as scared, I guess, as I, I once thought I was going to be when all the weird like announcements came out about the changes. But what about you, Ebone? Well, I'm not holding the team down in Destiny and snaking people's spots. I am usually uh, testing my might. Still been playing a lot of uh, MKX that. I got a, a week ago, his birthday gift from Sci-Fi AJ, and uh, I've been really, you know, I, I went ahead and kind of did training mode for a couple hours, went through all the different characters to kind of get a feel, see who I'd like outside of Reptile, and I'm still really feeling Reptile, so I've just been working on getting my skills up because I'd like to uh, move into uh, seeing how well I can do on hard mode. I've been playing it in medium and I want to try and get up. Been working on my juggling and you know that sort of stuff that can actually make me a little bit more competitive while playing. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, you got me back into it. I, I didn't get any time this week, but I, I continuously think about it for sure. After after your party and and playing pretty much the whole night Mortal Kombat, I uh, I I did pull my arcade stick out of storage, and I am getting ready to uh, to get back into it hardcore so that way we can uh, have some fun uh, some fun matches between you myself and sci-fi aj and anybody else that wants to jump in on this uh resurgence of mortal Kombat. watch out we'll be at evo next year just tearing it up <laughs> that i can say i won't be absolutely not i've watched that <laughs> and i'm just like nope not yeah. gonna happen every time i feel like i'm getting good at something i go watch an evo an evo video i go yep nope i'm terrible 
<laughs> I'm a I'm a mess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, cool. Well, that's that's uh, that's exciting. Let's get uh, let's get moving here. Though we have uh, we have a big episode, so I want to talk a little bit about new Pokemon are on the way. Street Fighter is finally getting some proper love, and of course, BlizzCon was last weekend, and we're going to cover it all of this and more on the Gamezilla podcast. Before we get into our new segment, I want to ask Jazzy. Jazzy, reach over and run run your hand through my beard. Do it. Do it for real. Don't just fake it. Okay? Run it through. Get it thorough. Now smell Ooh. it. Now smell your hand. Oh, it smells like... I, can't, I, can't. <laughs> I was going to say it smells like ass, but I knew I know we're doing our sponsor pork. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why couldn't you just stick with the bit? Why couldn't you just go with it? I couldn't do I'm it. I'm trying to do something fun to give exposure to our wonderful sponsor. No, but and legit. You ruin it. It, it, it legit I can't even sit it. next to him anymore. It you guys need to switch good. seats. I can't even sit next to him. I have the him. comfy seat, though. I don't want to give up my no, seat. No, move the chair. It's not bolted to the floor. Yeah, but I got more leg room. You're right. The legroom over there does suck. Okay, go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and buy products that not only makes your beard smell amazing, but it will feel and look healthy. Uh, some cool things that uh, let's 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 talk about a specific product right here, right now. Matt's marvelous mustache twirling wax. Do you want to look eccentric? Yes. Then you need, and do you have a mustache? Of course. Then you need Matt's marvelous mustache twirling wax. That's why I already own it. Yeah, you gotta have it. So it's it's a it's a mustache muck, must. Um, and with the holidays coming up, get yourself a beard crate starting at thirty dollars and ninety eight cents. You can sort of mix and match the different beard products you want delivered right to your doorstep on a you know regular delivery basis. And it's uh, like a loot crate for your beard. Only better because loot crate sucks. And loot crate doesn't smell great. It could be a turd in the box. It's true. They usually, they usually don't smell great. They usually smell like cardboard and ass. Unless Luke Great wants to sponsor us, then we'll change our tune. Then they uh, smell great. So, <laughs> so get beard balms, beard elixirs, beard shampoos, beard combs, marvelous mustache, twirling wax, and uh, all the things you need for your beard care at DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the checkout code MC Gaming and save 20% on purchases of $25 or more. And regardless if you have a beard or not, it's the perfect gift for the holidays for your bearded loved ones. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and shop today. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. Before we get into the news, can can I call? Can I do a call out? Yeah. It's a must for your stash. Can I? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> why couldn't have you said that before we got into news? Couldn't you? Why couldn't you say he's, must? He's always two minutes behind he's on like everything. Oh, we're on the news yeah. already. Yeah. Is this the Krusty Krab? <laughs> oh, this is Jazzy. Just filling my role. <laughs> God, I hate you. <laughs> This is the pod. There's no podcast on the internet where the the hosts hate each other more than on our show. Absolutely not. Okay, so I have a Twitter I take account. Pride in that. I, I'm on I'm on our Twitter account, Gaming in Detroit on uh-huh. Twitter, uh-huh. and I'm scrolling through and I see a tweet from UFC fighter the notorious Conor McGregor, and I got to put him on blast for a shameless. Why Conor's great? <laughs> Conor's amazing. <laughs> No, so yeah, for a guy who, who's who's all you know talks so much and and you know tries to be such a tough guy, and he's got a great beard. He does have a good beard. I I honestly like Connor, but this is this is a shameless shameless fake tweet. 
Oh, man. Okay. Well, here we go. His tweet is, I'm so happy my at Call of Duty hashtag Infinite Warfare video games came in early today ahead of the official launch this weekend. Hashtag life is good. And the picture is, that? is a mocked up picture of him a standing lot. with a PS4 copy and an Xbox One what? copy just grinning like an idiot. We know, we damn well know he didn't order one for each system he plays on. Okay, first of all, Connor, you're a celebrity. Of course you get <laughs> early access to shit. Don't sit there and be surprised that you got a video game early. Second of all... um. Next time you're at Activision's headquarters and they tell you to hold two game cartridges and pretend like you actually give a fuck, don't write a tweet that's this fucking stupid. <laughs> I know. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like someone's like, Connor, we need you to post with this product. And we're He's gonna like, I've never Twitter. played Call of Duty, though. It's like, don't worry about it. We'll even write the tweet yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, don't worry. Your publicist will do that. Third it- of all, nobody plays the Xbox One. Jazzy owns one. How many times have you even turned it on? Once to set it up. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's your own fault. Yeah. Uh, actually, a lot of people play it. They all play Call of Duty on it. That's oh, that, that, okay. that. It's a Call of Duty machine and a Gears of War machine. But shame. But I, I just had to call it that. That shamelessness. Yeah. With that being said, uh, it's not in. It's not on the dock here. But I will point out that it is reported that the first week of uh, Infinite Warfare in the UK sales are down forty eight percent compared to Black Ops Three. Now, before I go and, like, just trash this game, I will point out that Black Ops 3 sold on the previous-gen consoles where Infinite Warfare does not. So a big ch- so part of that is the fact that... Smaller install. Xbox 360 and PS3 no longer, you know, pertain to this. But still, people are, uh, are you know, not talking great about this game. They're what people are saying, did has, has Call of Duty lost its way? Is this a little too crazy? And the answer to all that is yes, first of all. Like, I don't know if they're scared of Titanfall and everything, so they try to, like, just, like, keep copying them. I don't know. But Battlefield 1 is getting great reviews. Um, the sad part, again, though, is the word Call of Duty just sells. And even though they're down percentages, they are in second place, only being beaten by one other game in the UK, and that is FIFA. Which, I, you're not going to beat FIFA in the UK. I'm sorry. So, <sighs> Call of Duty. I'm gonna get it. You're still gonna get it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it and play it for my Xbox One. I think. Oh my god. Give it a little bit of love. Moving on, we got some news here. Pokemon Go update adds details for gold and silver Pokemon. So, data mining has revealed that Pokemon Go's latest episode, latest episode, latest update adds details for 100 new Pokemon, all from the Pokemon Gold and Silver. <gasps> still don't care. As well as fresh, <laughs> as well as fresh evidence of the original 151's most mysterious absentee, Ditto. Oh. Now you're in. I thought you were gonna say Mew. <laughs> I'd actually maybe if they're like, listen, there's like 50 Mews in the entire world. Go out and try and catch one. Maybe, maybe I'd give it a try. Just because if I did it, I'd be the man. Yeah. There you go. So the game's code. Uh, the game code has now showing Pokemon numbered one. 52 through 251 and uh, the entirety of the Pokemon Gold and Silver Pokedex that includes starters Chikorita, Cyndaquil, and Totodile. Legendaries are also included in there but of course just like Legendaries in year one who knows when they will become available. But uh, yeah so there's some data mining for you I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because 
I don't even know who plays this game still. So I saw a guy in my work. It was a vendor. And hopefully he doesn't listen to this show because he's a big dude and he'll kick my ass. But What's his name? I hope he's listening. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I flew by him today because I was trying to get to somewhere and I like had to double back. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he looked down and he had the fucking Pokemon watch on. Pokemon Go Watch. Oh, the weird little like yeah, bracelet, little, little bracelet thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man. First of all, like this game's dead, dude. I I don't want to tell you, but it's dead. And two, that looks so silly on a grown ass man. I don't know if you can call this game dead. Like I mean, like, like I think I think the hardcore gamer has kind of fallen off because there's just not enough content there. But I think your casuals are still loving this game. Yeah, you know, like we even have some people in the group that still enjoy this game, uh, from the standpoint of they don't mind picking up a. I don't play a lot of games on my phone because there's just not a lot of depth to them, right? Or I get tired of them really fast. Yeah. There's, so there's still people going to play this, and I think bringing new Pokemon to it is, you know, that'd be the one thing that would make me maybe revisit it from time to time. Like, I don't think I'm going to get back into it like I was from day one, but I think, like, like would I come back and try to grab some, grab a few Pokemon and then fade back out? Like, yeah, probably. We'll see. Yeah. It's still on my phone. I just don't launch it. I guess it was just a hypocritical moment for me because you know I love to make fun of myself and I don't get embarrassed that easily and I buy a lot of stupid shit but it's just like I saw that and was instantly like man Guys, I would go, never wear this watch. Go to the Facebook page facebook.com slash Motor City Gaming it's a website and go look at this asshat over to the left of me here Jazzy wearing a fucking PSVR looking like a turd and then you want to tell me that a grown man can't wear a Pokemon bracelet. I, like I said, it was a hypocritical moment because I know I probably would wear a Pokemon bracelet. Exactly. But in that moment, I was like, man, this looks dumb. I don't know. It was just, it was, it was call, a really weak Calling point. out your own fans. Calling out your own people. Judgmental son man, of a bitch. what a terrible person. But let's get to some really good news. Some news that made me scream during the raid. NES Classic Blaster Master returns with a new 3DS game. Give it to me. Yeah! Blaster Master! <laughs> All right. So, Blaster Master, for those of you that... <laughs> That's going to get annoying as fuck. <laughs> I think it's great. He's going to overuse the shit out of that for at least three episodes. I think it's great. So, Blaster Master, for those of you who aren't familiar, was a NES game that I loved. It was really interesting, like, platformer slash third person. It had a lot of different types of uh, camera angles that worked really well for it. But the here's the other part that makes me excited. Azure Striker Gunvolt, which is a, a, a one of my favorite games on the 3DS, developer Inti Creates has announced the return of Blaster Master with the release of a brand new game for the Nintendo 3DS next year. The upco- upcoming eShop title, dubbed Ma- Blaster Master Zero, was announced during the studio's 20th anniversary Fan Festa and will release in spring of 2017. So I am super pumped. Uh, they acquired the rights to the Sunsoft 1988 NES Classic and is using the original Blaster Master as a foundation to create an 8-bit experience that pays homage to the original while also making use of the current technology to optimize the game for modern-day play. Oh. Master Blaster Zero will feature brand new bosses and locations as well as an additional sub-weapon and refined gameplay. 
The story centers around a robotic engineer named Jason Frudgenick and his subterranean adventures in his Sopia third tank as he seeks to track down his creature companion, Fred. My gosh, can you s- say that better next time? No. you got to get into it and be like, Blaster Master Zero will feature brand new bosses no. and locations. No, you don't have to do it like a cheap-ass movie trailer every time. Yeah. No. Okay? People want the facts right now, and I'm giving them to them. For more the Master is, Blaster, really... find out why the original earned an amazing score. You can head on over to our Facebook page and read the article right there. All right. Your beard smells good, Ethan. I, I it's, it's, it's too late, man. It's too late. It's not coming back. All You're right. not winning me back over for the next hour and a half. How many of us are old in this room? Everybody. That's the answer. Okay. You're old. Dude, you're old. You're, I'm in my late 20s. You're old. Officially. Late, late 20s. You're at the end of your 20s, my friend. End. Uh, I still have like a year and 11 months. Yeah. Enjoy those. Of my 20s. Lives. All right. So for those of us that... Uh, ran up our mother's uh, phone bill calling the Nintendo hotline back when we had our NESs. And your rotary phones. That's right. Nintendo's about to celebrate the NES Classic Edition launch by reviving the power line. To celebrate the release of the Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition, Nintendo is bringing back the Nintendo Game Counselor Service, the power line, for three days only from November 11th through the 13th, the power line at one time and pre-internet was the only place to get help for some of Nintendo's classic games. It will be back up with tips and tricks available from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time each day. The advice line will be fully automated, but callers to 425-885-7529 will hear recorded tips for several games plus behind-the-scenes stories from original Nintendo game play counselors. So they actually written oh documents God, of this. Can you do the example of what it was like? Yeah, it was up. So you would call this number, and it would be basically be like, Hello, thank you for calling Nintendo. And that right there cost your phone bill about $35. So <laughs> you're already in that at that you point. You just spent uh, six months allowance yeah. on that call. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so um, the uh, visitors to the Nintendo New York store will also be able to partake in activities with a retro 80s-themed launch event with the first 250 visitors able to play classic NES games participate in a costume contest dressed as their favorite Nintendo character, and show off their NES knowledge in a retro Nintendo game show. So, uh, many of us have fond and wonderful memories of the original NES, and uh, they're they're doing a really good job of being able to bring back that nostalgia of, of the, the NES with this. So, I'm, I'm excited. I'm hoping to be able to get a hold of one of these, hopefully close to release. I don't know on release day if we're if we're gonna be able to grab one or not, but maybe. But I am excited to give this phone number a call and and see. I, I really just want to see if there's some like if they took some of the stuff from the originals and like just and, and put it in here. I I, I imagine that they, they did and I, and it'll just be like I was you know five again type deal. But pretty cool. Again, the uh, system comes out November 11th. 
And it will uh, include 30 classic NES games such as Super Mario Bros., Metroid, Donkey Kong, The Legend of Zelda, Kirby's Adventure, and Pac-Man, among others. So, <sighs> it looks cool. Uh, some of the reviews are already out. Looking at about eh, 8 out of 10. People seem to really like the idea of it. It's, it's pretty cool. They have pictures of it on our Facebook page where you get to see it next to an amiibo to really give you an idea of how small this little NES box is. Uh, you, if you probably stack two or three amiibos wide, that's it. That's that's the system. Yeah, the so, box it comes is tiny. Yeah, it's like smaller than a shoebox. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, pretty cool. Next up, we have some Street Fighter Five news. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it. That was the, that's the news. So <laughs> moving on. That's about uh, it. Then, next we got the sad trombone. So yeah. you're like, Street Fighter V news. Like, wah, 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 wah. No, so we actually have some pretty cool news. Akuma will be the Street Fighter V's next DLC character. So Akuma has been revealed at the, as the next playable character. The teaser trailer uh, that you can find, again, on our Facebook page, uh, during the Red Bull Battlegrounds finals uh, shows a quick look at the new stage, which looks like has a ruined dojo in the background and just some dead trees. Um, it looks uh, really... I mean, I love I love Akuma. Uh, he, this is his first time he's been playable since... Um, oh, man. Uh, Tekken 7, right? Yeah. Yeah, last time we saw Akuma was was guest appearance in Tekken 7. I thought Tekken 7 wasn't out yet. Mm, no, I thought Tekken 8 is coming out. I guess I don't know. I thought I had Tekken 7 upstairs with the arcade stick with it. Maybe you do. I don't know. Now you got me now I'll you got look me it confused. up. You keep going. Yeah. I'll look it up. Thanks for throwing me all off, man. You're just yeah. the worst. Mission accomplished. Uh, anyways, News. Akuma. Here's something cool, though. If you're going to be going to PlayStation Experience, Akuma will be playable at... PlayStation Experience, which is set to take place in Anaheim Convention Center on December 3rd and 4th. So, that'd be cool if you guys are going there. You'd be able to get some hands-on time as Akuma. There's uh, no set release date. No one knows exactly when he's coming out, but not not a bad uh, DLC there. I'm excited about that one. Akuma Matata. You got an answer for me? Yes. <laughs> okay. Unless you have a Japanese imported arcade cabinet upstairs, you do not own. I do. Oh, well, then you do. Yeah, it's in the game room. Yeah, uh, it's set to hit consoles uh, first quarter to second quarter of 2017. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, last time I flew over to Japan, I played it. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. You do that all the time. I'm going tonight. Ah, Jason-san. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) 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 (sighs) All right, so uh, Mario themed. Nintendo 3DS models coming November 25th for $100. And they look pretty cool, actually. So we have an all-blacked-out and a white version of the Nintendo 3DS. Now, don't get confused. This is not an XL. It is the smaller version that I prefer that has the interchangeable faceplates and uh, the colorized buttons, the Famicom-looking style buttons. And I just feel like it fits my hands better, maybe because I have petite hands. I don't know. But who cares? It, I, I like it. It feels great. And for 100 bucks, that's great. I mean, the 2DS was 100 bucks not that long ago. I mean, I know that's gotten cheaper too. But if you're looking for a 3DS and, uh, and around the, this time for the holidays or just for yourself, this is not a bad deal. They are the 
king uh, mushroom kingdom themed faceplates. It's an all black system with cool things like mushrooms, Yoshi eggs. You got bombs and uh, also uh, Luigi and Mario, of course, Toad, things like that. All all throughout the design, you can see the pictures on our social media pages, and they are super cool. So hundred dollars color the white one. Hundred bucks just in time. Uh, if you if you don't have a 3ds and you're looking at a cheaper buy-in to play some new Pokemon, that also comes out just before this system. So pretty cool. If you don't own a 3ds and you're a Nintendo fan, there's a ton of great Nintendo first-party titles. That's on top of a decent uh, set of uh, third-party titles as well. But it, there's you know pretty much anything you could want out of the Nintendo first-party. They have something there for you, including an awesome Metroid game. Yes. Yes. Don't throw, awesome don't, throw don't throw it at me. 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 Ow. <laughs> Can I have it back? No, no. I'm not giving it back. I'm not I'm not giving it back. Okay, this well. is two weeks in a row you've thrown it at <laughs> It's two weeks in a row that you've instigated it. <laughs> Next is this power pad right here. It's in the box. This is heavy. Not the power pad. <laughs> and then after that, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But all right. So that's been that's been our uh, our basic news, but we do have a big focus piece today, and that is last weekend we had BlizzCon take take its shape for the first time in with Overwatch being involved, and man, was it an epic weekend! Let's talk about BlizzCon 2016. Got anything for me? Ooh, there it is. All right, BlizzCon 2016. Big time, big time. We had Overwatch. We had World of Warcraft. We had StarCraft. We even had Hearthstone. That's right, Jazzy. Don't worry, I got you, boy. Did you say Diablo? Diablo's there, too, of course. Diablo! All right. Sauce from Taco Bell. (laughs) So I want to go over some of the biggest points of BlizzCon. First of all, if you haven't seen some of the cosplay that was going on over in Anaheim, you need to check out Facebook.com slash MotorCityGaming because holy shit, was there some amazing cosplay. I saw one of the coolest Reinhardts I've ever seen, full size, decked out. I've seen some great tracers. I saw some uh, Reapers that were dressed up as like pink dresses and like yeah, we're not talking about that. Oh, oh, sorry. And then, you know, moving on to, like, some really cool World of Warcraft cosplay. It was all there, including a 30-foot-tall Tracer statue that looked like an action figure. It was even sealed in a box that you could stand in front of, and it was fully interactive. But that is all cool. You can see a lot of those pictures right on the Facebook page. Let's talk about what did Blizzard actually announce. Well, we finally got it. Sombra is real, and she was announced at BlizzCon. And playable. And playable. After months-long build-up, Blizzard finally announces Sombra and the newest character to join Overwatch. The reaction during BlizzCon's opening ceremony was deafening as she hacked into the presentation, immediately busting with personality and complexity like the rest of Overwatch's colorful cast of characters. We saw some crazy abilities, which apparently lean into her hacker skill set. Luckily, she lived up to our high expectations. After all, that hype. And um, we're talking being able to hack other players. We're talking all sorts of cool functionality that really, uh, you know, a lot of people are predicting is going to change the meta of Overwatch. 
because she seems to counter certain characters that, you know, in in this time had really no counter. Like they were just a strong character that really, if you had a good player behind her, behind that person, that character, then it, you know it was they were going to play well. Now you have a character that is is looking like she's going to counter a lot of that. Very cool. She looks neat. Her uh, her fifteen uh, sorry eh, like two three minute um, what do you want to call it origin origin uh, animation is really cool too. So make sure you check that out. It's all shared right on our social media, Facebook, Twitter. I think we even threw some of it on Instagram. But uh, <clears throat> so she's out. We're excited. What do, what do they do next? They come out with original Diablo returns. In Diablo 3. No. That's right. So, what does that mean exactly? Itching for that vanilla Diablo experience? Fortunately, you're going to get just that in the upcoming Darkening of of Tristram, Diablo 3's anniversary patch. The area features, features the four main bosses from the first game, the original music, and graphic filters to make Diablo 3 look like the original with the dungeon being 16 levels deep and player player character movement again limited to eight directions. So, uh, it's an exciting move for Diablo 3 and one that will um, was the talk of BlizzCon as the original Diablo experience will be playable in um, the uh, PTR, so your beta vo- version this week. So, really cool. There's talks of it, how it's going to be a limited uh, run, so you're going to be able to access this, play within it, um, but it's a yearly thing, so it's only going to be in a certain time frame, and then it's going to disappear, and then it won't come back until the following next, you know, the following year. Yeah. So same time each year. Yeah, just... but there's unique drops, unique uh, gear, and everything that you can get within this. It's not just like, you know, it's not just oh, this is a cool experience. There's actual gear and all and all sorts of other stuff that you can grab. Um, within within this mode, so pretty cool. Any any input on this uh, Diablo fans? Jazzy, um, Diablo was probably one of my favorite out of the three. So it'll be cool that I won't have to actually like go back and play an old game. I'll be able to actually be in the new content and still be able to get that old experience. So I'm excited to see how they're gonna do it and. Um, It'll it will definitely make me put Diablo three back in, so. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to touch Diablo three for multiple reasons, but I don't want to blow blow the load too much here first. So next up, Heroes of the Storm adds two iconic World of Warcraft characters. Jazzy, you're gonna have to help me a little bit with this one. Yep. Um, who the fuck are they? <laughs> Varian Rim and Ragnaros. <laughs> of course. I like Jeez. the name Ragnaros. I don't know anything about the character, yeah. but I like the name. So they are coming to Heroes of the Storm. Do you have any background on them? Do you know anything about them? Um, your Varian Rim's your typical, basically, Alliance Knight. He kind of uh, head of the charge sort of ordeal, and Ragnaros is the first, uh, one of the first major bosses that you play in vanilla. Yeah, and uh, one of them is available, uh, again, for the beta testers this week, and um, Ragnaros will be following in December, so you will not have to wait very long to get your hands on these characters if you are a fan of Heroes of the Storm. Another big piece for Jazzy is Hearthstone's latest expansion heads to Gadgetzan. Yes. Oh, I'm super excited for this. So, 
Uh, it's pretty pretty exciting news here. The fourth Hearthstone expansion will add 132 new cards, and it will debut in early December. Uh, of course, the big thing here is it is the uh, first expansion to offer tri-class cards. So you're going to finally be able to use these cards across different uh, types of decks. So that is um, interesting. So, yeah, sorry, use the cards in, in multiple class, different classes. Yep. So it's definitely shaking the game up a little bit and breaking, maybe breaking up. Maybe this is their fix to how the game has been pretty stagnant in the sense of there's one way to win or there's two ways to win and that's it. Uh, I think this this you know breaks it up a little bit and, and allows this game to become more creative uh, and get into that gear of of changing the meta and making people think differently about how they're going to build their decks. Yeah, I mean, you have your decks now where everything has, every class really has a strong deck. It's just, you know, certain class decks counter other class decks, and it's really a roll of the dice as to who you're playing against. So, <laughs> yeah. And it features three city factions the Grimy Goons, the Cabal, and the uh, Jade Lotus. And each uh, type of class, certain classes fall into that. So, Grimy Goons, you get hunters. <laughs> Grimy Goons, you get hunters, paladins, and warriors. The Cabal, you get mages, priests, and warlocks. And Jade Lotus, you get druids, rogues, and shamans. So, that uh, sounds really cool. And uh, we get that in the early December. So, that's uh, that'll be nice to uh, to revisit Hearthstone. But probably... Revisit. I still play. I know, I know. You do. It's okay. I haven't touched it in like two months. You fail. <laughs> so Phantom Joe is chiming in here, and he wants to ask us a question uh, revolving around BlizzCon. He says, what do you think about the new Necromancer class announcement for Diablo 3? And I bring that up because Diablo Necromancer has been announced. So there was a slight leak, and we kind of thought this was coming, but the announcement for Diablo 3's edition of the Necromancer class was met with huge cheers in BlizzCon's opening ceremony. We enjoyed our hands-on time with the new character, but fans who got a chance to play the new edition during BlizzCon were a bit more divided. The Necromancer will make their debut in 2017's Rise of the Necromancer car uh, character pack. Did What did you think of the Necromancer the video obviously was cool, but once we actually got to see gameplay, what did you think? Right. Um, I liked the I liked the Necromancer back in Diablo two. I thought it was uh, a really cool class character, but now you have the Witch Doctor, and they seem very similar. So, I that was see, my first thought. Yeah, I see. I see the the slight differences that they're going with. I just wonder how that is going to basically come to in the actual gameplay. It, it sounds like. The necromancer to me, from what I've read on this, is it's just going to be <laughs> a witch doctor where you have more action and control of your summons. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, it, it definitely looks interesting. I'm definitely with that and the uh, Diablo original being built into uh, Diablo three. I'm definitely interested in going back and revisiting the game uh, that, that I, I logged so many hours into this game so to be able to go back and play some more I am totally on board I'm in so a few other small things before we get into probably my favorite announcement uh, Blizzard and DeepMind team up over StarCraft so uh, DeepMind is a company project to test how AI responds to the real time strategy games or, to, or, or DeepMind's also used just to test AI 
And so they t- they teamed up and they used StarCraft to try to get the AI to play the game, and they even did it with an audience. So you have to actually watch DeepMind play StarCraft uh, for, in, in the audience. The idea here is to, uh, the goal for the initiative is not only to help improve StarCraft, but it's also to make leaps in AI research and development. So how can we make AI video game, a- AI competition better, smarter, Skynet, Gina, you know, things like that. I'm interested in this because obviously with being such a huge league fan, when you go into any of your AI type game modes, you can almost figure out a way around those game modes based on you know exactly how the AI is going to act. So if they can make it more like another player acting, it'd be huge. Yeah. So they they uh, they brought that news up. They also brought up the uh, the again we knew it was coming, but the final set of Nova missions will be released for StarCraft Two: Legacy of the Void, November twenty second. So that's right around the corner as well. And then let's touch base on World of Warcraft Legion patch seven point two and seven point three. Uh, seven point two will bring a brand new raid called the Tomb of. No idea. Cerberus. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. I didn't know if that was a character that, that you actually knew or not. So, um, Z- Jazzy is is the is the WoW player here. Okay, it's, it's been a while, so, so I'm trying to dust it off. Yeah, as well as uh, addition of flying around the uh, Broken Isles. But the big thing here is patch 7.3. It's going to send players to Argus, the long-awaited Drenai, uh, Drenai homeworld. So they are. We are moving to a different planet. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, that I'm um, that I'm excited for more than than the new raid, honestly. Yeah. So, uh, seven point three doesn't have a specific release date yet. Be mainly because seven point two, I don't know if they actually gave it a solid date yet either. But uh, players were really excited because I guess there's a lot of lore around this uh, this long-awaited planet, uh, and they weren't sure if they were going to get it as another expansion or if it was going to be included. And the creators came, you know, Blizzard came back and said. We didn't think that it was worthy of being an expansion. We weren't sure if there was enough content there. So we want to end the Legion expansion with this. And it's a it's going to be a patch. It's going to be if you own Legion, you're getting this. So uh, that's pretty cool. You're, you're going to be getting a lot more gameplay uh, for free. So that's pretty that's that's exciting. All right. That leads me to the big news. Overwatch is getting its own esports league. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Blizzard. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. I want to go back. Before I drop the bro horns, that was the least excited any of us have ever been for anything. Let's get real excitement. I hate you guys. I hate you guys so damn much. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch League. No, no, Woo! no, screw you. Overwatch League. Okay, so for real though, Overwatch League sounds amazing, and Blizzard is really putting all their their bucks, all their investment into the future of esports, into the future of Overwatch, and that is giving us something really exciting to be to to pay attention to. I don't even. It blew my mind because when I first saw the trailer, I was like, "Is this real? Like, is, did someone just make this video?" Because there's a hype. There's like a trailer about uh, what does your name mean, right? What does your tag mean? And you see like this character, this this person like make their make their name from the very beginning, the first time they play Overwatch, and then you watch it just rise up into like 
like number one in the world and then you see them crash down where they're no, they're a nobody and then they build it back up so they're relevant again and i just by the end of this trailer i'm like i was like man i need to be a pro overwatch league player i'm 33 and i should be retired already damn it <laughs> but it, it really it gets you amped up and um th- again you can check that out on our facebook page but Super cool, even down to the logo. It's Tracer, you know, kind of dashing. It's that whole, like, Major League Gaming look, except uh, black and orange. And, man, the Overwatch League is a, is on a mission to celebrate fans and, aff- and afford them the opportunities to become champions throughout professional esports ecosystem that embraces, embraces passion and rewards excellence. Millions have answered the call to Overwatch and the excitement of of all those scientists, soldiers, adventurers, and oddities led directly to the creation of a new kind of eSport program. Teams will have stability, players will have careers, and fans will have a new set of heroes to take them into the future of Overwatch. This is an announcement directly from OverwatchLeague.com, directly from Blizzard. The path of greatness begins. We have the announcement that just happened. We have a preseason coming. Proven stars and leaderboard heroes will assemble in one global talent pool. Teams then maneuver to sign the best players and build sturdy rosters for the season ahead. It's it's a combine. It's legitimately like college football players or whatever going in and trying to win a spot. They're doing this for Overwatch. They call it a combine. They legitimately they use that word to put that idea in our head. Yes. Inaugur- the, uh, the season... League action streams live every week, including a standalone primetime matchup between top teams. Game highlights and other features fill in the gaps between game days. The championship run? During epic live events, the very best Overwatch teams compete to become legends as their first ever Overwatch League World Champion is is, uh, crowned. And then into the future, League expansion in every direction will make the Overwatch League truly global, finishing with an elite tournament where champions battle champions for undisputed supremacy. So, let me tell you why I like this more. Th- I'm more excited for this than than a lot of the esports that I've heard coming up in in recent past because not only is this a game that I care about more, but it's not something that's just going to continue to like repeat and and give you the next year dump and then oh, well, you can be the next like Call of Duty. Oh, hey, you could be the next Call of Duty, uh, you know, league champion, and then the next next year, oh, you could be the new Call of Duty game league champion. No, this is one game. They're gonna continue to add on. They're gonna continue to make game modes. They're gonna continue to put characters in. They're building something huge off of their their initial concept, and yeah. not just redumping games and having new people be champions of that game. What we've loved of Overwatch is we're literally realizing it was a shell, and that now they are taking everything that we we've fed them, everything, all the feedback we've given them, and they are listening and building something that they believe is sustainable to the point that they're trying to make a professional league with it. The Overwatch. So we are all pros now. The Overwatch League needs you and your damage per second and your ranged healing and your well-timed ultimate abilities. All players, not just the household names, will be in the running to grab a roster spot once we get the inaugural Overwatch League preseason running. The life of an Overwatch League professional begins with finding a perfect team match, includes the peace of mind that comes with guaranteed contracts and is driven by relentless pursuit of the ultimate prize in esports, the Overwatch League Championship. 
So to break this down a little bit, the, in the combine, the teams that are the the team owners that are coming here to sign this talent have to follow Blizzard's rules, and they are going to be signing contracts that have salary. You have a flat salary, so that way, if you are going to go do this, you it's your career. You you can live off of it. You're not going to have to worry about how am I going to be able to play video play this game and and survive. They want to make sure that you can turn this into a career with benefits is the other thing they advertise. So not only are you going to get a salary, but you're also going to have health care. You're also going to have you know benefit vision, dental, things like that. They want to make sure that you are taken care of so that you can focus on this league because they believe it is going to be that big. The teams are city-based, so we're going to, you know, the initial, you can assume that the initial teams are going to be your main markets. You're going to see that L.A. team, that Chicago team, you know, uh, but it does expand over overseas, too. So they've already talked about U.K., they've already talked about Australia, they've already talked about these other countries, and, um, and then they said every season they'll look to expand, but the idea is that they are city-based teams so that you could, so that... The, the the geographical location fans can cheer for their Detroit Overwatch team. Like, how cool is that? Like, League doesn't do that. Okay, I always, right. I, I compare everything to League because they're the most, you know, I mean, yeah, Dota is successful, but to me, League is the most successful esport there is right now. And, you know, what Overwatch is trying to do is, like, it's, it takes everything, like, the things I like about League, or League is very cool, and they've done a great job in their six seasons that they've completed. But now it's like Blizzard's taking it and trying to spin it in a way where it's like when I was a kid and I was collecting hockey cards, I would collect all the Red Wings, right? And now it's like, oh, I have a Detroit Overwatch team. Like, can I get a Detroit Overwatch jersey? Can I get like I'm already thinking about like what can I buy? We would we would all be on that hype (laughs) train so hard. We'd be sitting here every week. Tickets, baby. Yeah, we'd be sitting here in our Overwatch (laughs) Detroit jerseys. We'd be going down to Little Caesars Arena just watching Overwatch. Absolutely, a hundred percent. So. I uh, I'm really excited to see. Hey, the palace is going to be open soon. There, there you go. They're going to need <laughs> to fill it with something. The Pistons moved downtown. So um, I'm really excited to see where they're going to take this. Um, I'm excited to even see if we can get somewhat involved. Do I think we can make the cut all the way where we're going to sign a team? Maybe like a B squad that just gets to you know get practiced against. I don't know, but I think I think Cable, Cable 2KX. One of our best first-person shooters on our, on our squad. We're gonna push him because I think he's got a shot. What, what would you do if Motor City Gaming had a actual pro player in Overwatch? How cool would that be? That would be sweet. It I wouldn't just, be me. I just know I hop on cable streams. Like I play Overwatch. I hop on cable streams and go. I'm so glad I'm always on that guy's team. Like when I'm actually <laughs> watching him play. He like he would annihilate me if I went up against him. Yeah. Like it's like insane watching him play Overwatch. And it, I, it so is. like I I think you can do it. I know he listens to the show every week, so you have the full support and faith of the team behind you, Cable. Yeah, we'll ride those coattails. Don't you worry. Yeah. Head over. It's to- not just Overwatch. It's any first person shooter. Very like good. <laughs> Five Mile Rick and I were playing Destiny this past week. And we were doing some Crucible, and we were struggling. Like we were we were doing all right, but our, our teams were struggling. And then, and then Cable hopped online, and he's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're playing some Crucible. He's like, all right, I'll hop over. I don't think there was a match. We probably played eight to ten Crucible matches. I don't think there was a match that he wasn't at least 20 kills. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, like his low end is, is like a, is a, 
a KD of two. Yeah. That's his low end. And that's when he had a bad, bad, bad game. If people are trying to learn the ways of cable, watch, watch, be his disciples. Where do they watch him? You head on over to Twitch and you go search for Gaming in Detroit. So twitch.tv slash gaming in Detroit. It's a website. He streams mon- uh, let's see what Monday through Thursday. Yeah, Monday through Thursday and uh, Saturdays, I believe. Yeah. So, um, But you could catch him playing Overwatch, Destiny, Call of Duty. Uh, and there's, he, he, lo- you know, he loves the first-person shooter, so he plays a little bit of it all. But uh, when you watch him in Overwatch, like I know you said that, Ethan, but we, we get fans that come back to like, man, I watched, I watched Cable stream the other night, and he was running his Reaper, and like no one could touch him. It's it, he's ridiculous as Reaper. The yeah. last time I remember, like really, like like oh, I'm gonna sit down and watch Cable stream a little bit, but like before I go to bed or something, he was playing Reaper, and I just remember him killing like three people, walking up like a shipping container, dropping in on everyone. And normally people do that with Reaper; they have their alt. Nope, not Cable. He just kept turning in a circle, just mowing people down, and then he like runs off. I was yeah. like, "You just killed like six people. You killed like their whole team." Yeah, and, and didn't get touched somehow. Like yeah. he's—that's the thing. He's just elusive. Uh, and you think he's good at Reaper? You think he's really good at Tracer? Like those are some really fun characters to watch him with. Watch him play uh, May. Oh yeah. Oh my God! Like that. Not only is he good. But he will he will drive people in like it, on the opposing team. If I had to play against him, I would lose my mind because of just how he like controls the other team with what they're able to do by simply using her his ice walls and different abilities with May to the point where he he literally con- controls the flow of the game almost. It's it's impressive, and uh, I look forward to seeing if he if he uh, decides to make a run for for a spot here. I'd love to see him at the uh, combine at least. Like that'd be a really cool experience, just to go to the combine. You know, I played a lot of May, and I thought I was like halfway decent with May. And I watched him play her once, and he like goes over to the edge of the map, and I'm like, what is he doing? And he looks down at his feet, puts up her ice wall, which which pushes her up onto the top of the ice wall and then walks across the gap to the other side of the map. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> like, yeah, the way he thinks, that's that's why he's so good, is that you literally watch him and you go, I would have never thought to do that. Yeah. So, But, um, all right, so th- those were some huge things going on at BlizzCon. The the Overwatch League is, is, is amazing. It's already getting coverage from the likes of, obviously, Polygon and, and IGN and things, but also articles from ESPN, articles from Fox Sports. Like, people are paying attention to this. Blizzard has made it, made made some waves, and, and it is resonating throughout not just the gaming industry. Uh, I think once they get this up and rolling, you may see a contract made with a network like ESPN to actually start broadcasting some of these games for sure. I think oh, I think yeah. this is this is this is that big. Blizzard if they ha- don't create something themselves. Well, Blizzard's also Activision. Activision also owns M- MLG, so we'll see how it all gets integrated. But so far, sounds super cool. There's a couple videos that we uh, shared on our Facebook page that talk about. It's the teaser trailer, but there's also a really good one that that Blizzard put out that really explains like. It's just a, a five to seven minute video of explaining like, hey, here is how it's going to work. Here's what we're going to give you on top of all the other things that you can achieve because of just being a pro gamer as far as sponsorships and all that type of stuff. Like it, it really is just them trying to be like, we're here to support you. And that's something that just doesn't exist in esports right now. Uh, and it looks, it sounds 
amazing. So uh, with that being said, we want to close out with uh, one other announcement about Overwatch that was very cool. Uh, near the end of uh, BlizzCon, the Overwatch team shed some light on a few of the improvements and changes that they are on, they're on their way for this popular team-based shooter. So, including a server browser... So they are really working on a server browser. They gave no no time frame on it yet, but you know, being able to custom Destiny even has one now, but being able to customize and and obviously it makes sense when you're going when you're trying to make your game a league and a, in a pro situation, being able to customize and create custom matches to train and do and do and work on certain things, it makes sense. But um, so they're actively working on it. That's very cool. They also talked about holiday-specific items and whether or not there are plans to make content like the Halloween-exclusive loot available separately sometime in the future. While the studio refrained from giving a definite answer, the team emphasized that they are still experimenting with the loot system and using community response as a guide when looking, forward, uh, when looking towards the future. But here's the big one that I really liked. During yesterday's panel, the team confirmed that Overwatch's quick play mode will have a single hero limit just like ranked oh thank god <laughs> that so was they, getting annoying yeah so I'm super excited about that yeah yep. absolutely because you know like there's times where i just don't want to go into rank because I, I mean maybe i'm just don't feel like i'm on top of my game and i don't want to you know crap myself and lose a bunch of rank but i also don't like quick play because then i'm going up against five six you know five genjis yeah, it's the it's worst. A, yeah, so um, oh, your team is three Genjis and two Bastions. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, so they're changing that. It's going to have the same rules as the as the ranked. Uh, with that said, the game's upcoming arcade mode will provide a no limit option when selecting heroes. So, so the arcade mode that's coming out, um, which is a, a brand new, um, a brand new mode. Overwatch's new arcade mode, as well as the brand new character Sombra, are set to launch on the public test realm next week. Uh, meanwhile, upcoming map. Oasis, which also got announced uh, during this, will be available sometime in December. So, but uh, so for those of you fans that like to you know play five divas <laughs> and run around, you'll still screw have screw you. Yeah, you'll no, still have screw a way you to and do your it. divas. <laughs> uh, the other big thing that they announced that the arcade mode, uh, what a lot of what a lot of the fans after they saw the arcade mode or heard about it, it's the future of PVE. Overwatch Arcade is the gateway to co-op. PVE in Overwatch is is basically what the, what's happening. We're starting to see Overwatch evolve into almost like it, it's. They definitely took a different path than Destiny because Destiny tried to give it all to you at once. But I really feel like it's like, hey, here's the PVP side of it, and now we're slowly going to give you the lore and we're going to give you the world of Overwatch that everybody wants. In the sense of like, here's some PVE like Destiny, and all of a sudden you're going to have this like Destiny competition where it's like. If you gave me if you gave me a world like Destiny, but but of Overwatch, I probably I I would I right now it's unfair because I've spent so many hours in Destiny, so I'm bored. Maybe I would go Overwatch if I could go and explore some of these worlds outside the uh, the map that I'm stuck in. When you're seeing these giant mechs walking around and all this type of stuff, but um, arcade mode sounds pretty exciting um, and I think I think we're just getting it we're just getting a taste of all the cool stuff that's coming for overwatch so BlizzCon 2016 was a it was a great weekend like I was like man I'm bummed that I'm not gonna be there but you know 
I'm like, I don't know, maybe maybe they'll have some cool announcements. And then it was just like, every single announcement they made was like, oh my god, sweet. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, that's that's amazing. Like, it just kept building and building. And, you know, like, even on Sunday, they were releasing stuff that was cool. So I was uh, super excited. It's, it's a convention I definitely want to try to get to here, uh, you know, maybe the next time around, maybe next year. But uh, what do you think, uh, Jazzy, um, for BlizzCon 2016? I thought they hit the mark. I was super excited to see the introduction of Overwatch. I felt like Blizzard really didn't have anything like new aside from like expansions from a lot of their old games and stuff like that over the past few years. So, you know, you're always going to get the great cosplay. You're always going to get the announcements of, of certain game expansions and stuff like that. And we did get that in, like, you know, the, the next deck of um, Hearthstone cards and stuff like that. But the little stuff, like, that came out of Diablo, the, you know, you're going to get your playable characters in Heroes of the Storm. And then just Overwatch itself had such a huge part of this year's BlizzCon. And it was so refreshing to see BlizzCon be able to, not that not that it, the stuff that they give isn't new content, because it is, but it's new content for a game that they've already had running for a long period of time. So, hey, this is our new game. This is our first BlizzCon with this new game. Here's a bunch of great new, new content. Yeah. So, with that being said, I want to chime in and say from Brick Bitch, she Brick wants... Bitch. Brick Bitch! She wants to know... Brick Bitch! <laughs> she wants to know, with Overwatch getting a pro league... Which characters would you primarily use? Ooh, I mean, I love. I, I'm a, I'm a DPS. I'm not. I'm that guy that likes to cause damage. Maybe not on the level of uh, Cable, but uh, I'm a, I'm a soldier, seventy six through and through. I don't like to venture away from him too much, but I can play a decent support as a Zenyatta uh, because I feel like if I get in a situation where I need to cause damage, he can. But uh, but I love Soldier. He's he's my boy. What about you, Jesse? In Overwatch, I primarily like the support role, which is we- weird because I don't like playing support in any game. Oh, wait, I play support in every game. Um, so I think I'd probably focus primarily around Lucio just because I don't have him mastered yet, and I feel like if, he were, if I were to be able to master him, I could do a lot more with him than I already do. Um... And then the second would be a toss-up between Mercy and Zenyatta. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, Ebone, what about you? I have realized that I play a very specific role on an Overwatch team. I try to be a distraction because I'm not <laughs> a good player. So if people can shoot at me or get irritated by what I'm doing it might actually let a good player go in and get some kills, get the objective. So we all know I'm main Roadhog. That's my dude. He, he a bullet is, sponge. It's a bullet sponge. So people can shoot at me and go, oh, there's Roadhog. I can hook people, get them out of their element. I can disrupt with Ro- with Roadhog. Another disruptive character everyone hates, Junkrat. I can post up somewhere and lob grenades at people and throw it on traps, disrupt them. And uh, lately also I've been liking uh, Farah a little bit. Jetpack up on top of a roof, shoot down some missiles, and disrupt and distract. That's really where my skill set sort of lies because I'm not a good player. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Just straight up honest about it. So follow-up question is from 8BitAJ, and she says, 
if there were one PSVR, PlayStation VR, game that you would like to see go pro, what would it be? I was going to make a Zelda pun for Jazzy, but I didn't want to try and force it. See what I did there? Ha <laughs> <laughs> That didn't even make it in the dock for you, buddy. Yeah. Toasties for 8 minutes. It's not in the dock. It doesn't get red. <laughs> well, <laughs> too late now. Um, anyways... What's your what's your answer? PlayStation VR Pro game. Uh, what would you like to see? What, what what would it be? Is this like what I would like to see go VR and go pro, or like a game on VR go pro? I guess you could. Let's just open it up where you could have either one. So you could go. Obviously, the go to answer for existing is rigs. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're not going to say anything else other than rigs, right? So what what is there something that you would like to see other than rigs? Oh, in a pro type setting. It's easy. I'll answer mine first. Okay, go. It's Overwatch. <laughs> take take a game like how like here you go. Overwatch is going to go pro. It's going to be cool. Blah blah. It's going to let you know six seasons down the road. How do you evolve a an esport? It, it, it's it, like is virtual reality that that step? So is Call of Duty and Gears of War. Well, Gears of War is third person, but. Uh, Overwatch, things like that, are is the next step. Putting, getting the VR where they're more immersed into the game, where they have to, you know, it's not as much a. It's still Twitch reaction, but at the same time, I feel like when you're playing rigs, like you have to, like, know your surroundings. You feel like you're in the game. So does that? Can that be? Can that be? pushed to the viewer so the players are going to be in it and we already know what it's like to play in vr it's immersive it's really cool is there a way to take that and give it to the fan base where they can feel that too so like i love like the the game the movie gamer with gerard butler where the kid plays you know plays another human being in a video game right is there a way that you could feel like you're in the game? Is there a way that you could feel like you're your favorite, you know, the you're your favorite player in Overwatch type deal? I guess for me, it would be just based upon what I'm used to and what I like. So initially, I'd probably say Destiny, just because I'm so interested into that whole world already so to be put into it and be able to make it into what could be a game that would go pro would be i mean they have the ability to right now with the way they're going with destiny so um it could be huge but honestly i know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be sony but being able to take uh, any moba and create it into some sort of vr would be awesome. Like we already kind of seen a hint of it with Paragon being the yeah. third person, like 3d world. Same as smite. So, and smite. So being able to put that into a VR and actually like be able to play a MOBA <laughs> in virtual reality would be like super cool. I think one other cool future pro league virtual reality that I think would work because of the fan base that already exists is F-Zero, Wipeout style racing, a pro racing circuit, virtual reality, you know, could it be the future of NASCAR? Could it be something where it's like they have VR cameras built into every car, so now you just put your VR headset on and you're in your favorite NASCAR driver's vehicle and you're able to look around and, and you're doing 200 miles an hour in your VR headset. You know, things like that that could be cool, but for a few, for to go pro... Is it like some sort of 
virtual reality racing circuit. Now we get to hear about Jaws Unleashed. <laughs> I don't even know how you'd make that a pro game. I, it just, Who can draw the most blood in the water? Listen, I, I didn't even get to say anything stupid, and you took a big crap on me before before I could come in and drop knowledge bombs on this podcast. Oh, boy. I had a legit answer, but now I know you guys are going to just piss on my face when I say it. <laughs> I was going to say the uh, sort of dogfight... Uh, aspects of Star Wars Battlefront. I was about to say, at first you just dog said fighting. dog, yeah, dog, dog fighting. fighting. I was like, Michael Vick's dog fighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That'd be the worst game ever. No, it's a pro league, man. What are you talking about? Yeah. There's lots of money in there. <laughs> Michael Vick's dog. Uh, Michael Vick. If you don't win, you go to jail. Oh, I'm sure he's looking for money. Like, I mean, we could probably get him to sponsor this. He'll probably sponsor anything. No, but, you know, like, because Star Wars has a big name with it, the you know, the property uh, has, you know, a massive fan base, to have an esports league around that would draw people in from outside of gaming and, you know, have it be, you know, the the, the ships flying around shooting at each other. I, I, I'm talking about that aspect when I say dogfighting, like plane dogfighting or the space battles, but having on, you know, various different familiar arenas throughout the films and that sort of thing. Uh, I think that could actually do really well to, gr- to gain uh, a large popularity. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that's been the news and you can check out, uh, you can check out all these topics and much more. Visit our Facebook page, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash motor city gaming. It's a website. But now, <laughs> It's time for Muster Bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? All right, it's time to play Muster Bust, where I call out the upcoming video games and we and we give you our opinion on whether you must try by or get the hell away and avoid at all costs. It's time for Muster Bus, boys. First up, it's a gym. Everyone's excited except no one, and that is Watch Dogs 2 for the PS4, Xbox One, November 15th. Bust. Why? Because <laughs> it it's not a game that interests me. Personally, I, I don't really... There's just so much more that I would rather put my time into, honestly. Next, Ethan. Uh, the first game looked super boring. I had no desire to play Watch Dogs 1, and every time it comes up as a rumor for, like, it's going to be the free PS Plus game this month, I'm like, God, no, I don't want to play Watch Dogs, and I'm I'm not going to play Watch Dogs 2. It, it's not happening. So I'm wrong. Uh, Ethan, Ethan nailed bust. it. Yeah, Ethan nailed it. It's a bust mainly because of my experience with the first one. I bought the first one and was just super disappointed by the game. It was not what the E3 experience uh, showed us. The game was a shell of what they promised, and it had a ton of problems. About the only thing enjoyable was was doing drugs and jumping on uh, psychedelic flowers across the city. That's about the only thing I did in that game, uh, and then I got rid of it. But 
the big problem with this game is not that it actually is going to be bad because from the reports it's actually really fun the 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 world of San Francisco is very accurate and it makes the game cool the problem is is that no one wants to give this game a shot because of the piss poor first game um it's already the the pre-order numbers are way under what they expected and i just think this game it doesn't is not going to get the traction that maybe it even deserves i just Jazzy nailed it. I don't want to put the time into this game. I've been, you know, turned off by it already because of the previous game. And if I'm going to put in 30, 40 hours into a game, I have plenty of other games I would rather do that to first. Next up, it is Pokemon Sun and Moon for the 3DS. November 18th. <laughs> Jesse hates that horn so much. <laughs> I'm going to break that finger so he can't hit the button. All right, so start- I got nine more, bitch. <laughs> Starting with Ethan, we got Pokemon Sun and Moon, November 18th. What do you think? The hype is real. Pokemon got it pre-ordered. Going to just flush that entire weekend down the toilet because I'm going to be sitting on my couch playing Pokemon, catching them all, and loving every single second of it. And then, this may be the game I have a Grimlock honeymoon phase for. You're going to hear me come in for at least two weeks and go, this is amazing, it's Pokemon! And then I'll probably hit a wall with it and be like, it's a garbage-ass Pokemon game and an abomination. (laughs) There it is. But it's a must. If you own a 3DS, if you are a Pokemon fan, it's a Pokemon game, you're going to love it. Pick it up. Yeah, absolutely. It's a must. I went real hard on the first, <laughs> the very first few games. Uh, I've dabbled in 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 the middle, and then this past, um, I had Alpha Sapphire, I believe. Probably. <laughs> no, I don't make a. <sighs> I had one of those. You played Pokemon. How about that? Yeah, it was, it was the first one that it was the first one that it didn't actually just kind of like test the waters. I actually played through it all. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, got my butt kicked in the Pokemon uh, League tournament that we had here uh, <laughs> by L. Of course, she smoked everybody. I feel like I did all right against her. Like everybody's like, "Oh, she's so good," and I'm like, uh, "She was okay. She beat me." But then I realized that she was taking it easy because she told me on the side, like, "Yeah, I was taking it easy. I wanted somebody to have a shot," and I was like. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's uh, that's the kind of a competitor she messes with your head. <laughs> yeah. She saw that you had a Dratini and she just felt bad <laughs> for you. <laughs> true, true story. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm picking this up. I'm playing through it all. Obviously, I'm going to you know get the short end of the stick like I always do here at Motor City Gaming, and I'm going to have to get <laughs> the opposite of what all everybody else wants. So you know, if they get if you guys are getting Moon, I'm getting Sun. I'm getting both, so you yeah. can't get either one then. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm getting Moon. Els getting Sun. We determined that. Yeah. You know, we bought the double pack because I'm assuming Jade's going to play one and I'll play the other. I'm probably playing Moon. That's what I'm going to fight for. Moon for life. That's right. So Moon, or, moon until I die, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to go with it's a must. I'm excited for this game. It's the it's the game to to play for the 3ds as far as the next. God, six months. It's, and it's it's the game to play until the Nintendo Switch comes out. So traditionally, over a couple you know systems, the, the they've released a Pokemon game that's sort of a swan song for the system. Yeah, you know, like the DS, they released Black and White too uh, to sort of send it off. So um, 
This this could be the la- you know last real big title for the 3DS. Yep. Depending and on what Sun the does. Sun and Moon has set the record for pre-orders for Nintendo uh, as the most ever for a Nintendo game. So that's uh, that's exciting. So next up. Even bigger than Pokemon Sun and Moon, we got Killing Floor Two. What? I need that trombone. Next week, I'm adding a trombone and I'm adding a Sonic coin. This is for, for my, P- my new Sound of X. Next <laughs> this week. is a okay. this is for PC and PlayStation Four. Killing Floor Two. Yeah, no, this ain't this ain't gonna happen. Ethan. No. It's a must if you are a sociopath like Ethan and you want to just lay the floor with blood and you need 60 floors to do it, Killing Floor 2. That's why I'm going to play Pokemon with you guys and I'll slaughter you guys. (laughs) Fact. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, and then my uh, last game for this week is Darksiders War War Mastered Edition PS4 Xbox One Wii U... That's right. <laughs> November twenty second. The Wii U hype. I may just give this a shot. I played oh, a dark. So good. I played a Darksiders game once, and afterwards I was like, "What the fuck just happened? Like, it's so crazy. It, it is very crazy." I I've wanted to play Darksiders for a long time, and I never I never played it. When it was initially released, and I just think the subject matter is you know really it's a cool sort of concept to the story, and I think this is one that. I will be picking up. Yeah, I uh, I did play Darksiders back in the day. I never finished it because the new gear or the new uh, God of War came out, and and it was just one of those kind of got pushed to the side. But I really enjoyed the time with it. I like the character. I like the art style and the and the world. Um, and I I'm excited to uh, to uh, revisit this game for sure. So it's it's a must for me. Can we take a second to rewind the Muster Bust hype train? Yes. And talk about the people out there listening to this show that are thinking, man, I'd really like a copy of Pokemon Sun or a copy of Pokemon Moon, but I'm not going to throw down the cash for it. Well, guess what, Ebone? What, Grim? You can win a copy! Treat yourself! That's right. Head on over to MotorCityGaming.com. Right on the homepage, you're going to see a big-ass button. It says, Pokemon Sun and Moon Giveaway. Click on it, and guess what? You can enter to win a copy of Sun or Moon. You only got a few days left. I think the cutoff is the 13th. I believe so. Yeah, November 13th. The idea here, you enter... And uh, there's multiple ways to enter, so head on over there. And even if you don't know what Facebook is, guess what? There's another way to enter. So make sure you head on over there. Make sure you invite all your friends because every friend that you invite to join the contest, you get an extra entry. So make sure you do that. Sharing is caring. And then we're going to pick two people, and they are going to duke it out. They're going to be the summoners of these champions in the Legend of Retro, Chops versus Xander, the two of the most Pokemon-obsessed people I know next to E-Bone and L. And they are We're going... the four horsemen of Motor City you Gaming are, Pokemon. You are. Those two are going to duke it out in multiple versions, multiple contests to see who is a bigger Pokemon nerd. And the winner of that contest is going to get a copy of the game. So if you're so there'll be two finalists, and each one of them will one of them will be re- represented by Xander, one will be represented by Chops, and whichever uh, representative wins, that's the the winner of the copy of Pokemon, 
and uh, they may have some special guest judges slash commentators. They 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 will. Oh, we're not going to announce who, but they have some very special people coming. Some some heavy hitters, and uh, big time stuff. I just want to basically make think of it like like um, um, rock'em sock'em robots. Okay, like Chops and Xander are the robots, and you guys are just going to listen here and listen to them as they throw their punches and knock each other's heads off and see who survives. That side's going to win a copy of the game. It's going to be one hell of a podcast. Exactly. So you'll be able to chime in and find out the winner on November 17th. November 17th, you will be able to find out who won their copy of Pokemon Sun or Moon, but make sure you enter by the 13th. That's it. That's what I got. MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. Toasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Why well, did we show him that board? Like, I'm happy I showed that board. Yeah. He's really he's really grown into it. Pretty soon, he's we won't even have to be on the show anymore. He'll just be able to hit keys and make a whole episode based just off of the board. My goal is to be the most irritating producer <laughs> on the internet, <laughs> and I'm already. I was already making strides to professional level of irritation but now that i have the soundboard i'm really i'm really getting some next, <laughs> next level stuff you guys better watch out because a big time radio station is gonna end up wanting me back because they'll be yeah. like you are you're the best troll on the internet we need you <laughs> and i'll be like no thank you i need to keep playing jaws unleashed with these jackasses <laughs> there you go uh, this is why we love them all right well i think it's time for some emails the FBI has just sent a letter to GameZilla informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading GameZilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. Okay, Jassy Fiddle, your GameZilla mailbox is up to date. Can I just say that um, we, 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 debuted, <laughs> we debuted that transition last week, and I got hit up by, I'd say... I 15 people that wanted to just let me know that they loved it. Yep. <laughs> they, wasn't, they didn't even say good show. They didn't say anything. They just like, hey, that email transition was great. <laughs> so good job. That's right. You write them. We read them here on the GameZilla podcast. Send all of your questions our way. Info at MotorCityGaming.com. If you are lucky enough, I will not delete your email. This is true. I found, <laughs> out, over I found out that Hillary Clinton works with us. I didn't know. All right. Our first emails come from our new best friends over at Two Models, One Controller. And Katie says, were you impressed with the graphics of the new Skyrim re-release, or did it leave you frustrated and wanting smoother graphics? Oh, was I impressed? No, I wasn't impressed, but but did I expect what we got? Yes. Um, you know, the game's old. It's just a skin, it's a, just an update, uh, you know, a skin thrown over the original game. Do parts of it look nice? Sure, but overall it doesn't like make me want to go play Skyrim all over again. Now, now for Brick Bitch, you know, maybe she, you know, she's excited for it. So, like, not taking anything away from this game. Certain people were were thrilled that they get a new set of trophies to go hunt down and replay this game. But visually, I I kind of watched it and I was like, yeah, it looks it looks better. I think like like I think my reaction was I have to literally go put the PS3 version in and look at it, and then go look at the PS4 version and be like, yeah, it's better. 
like okay it's it's lighter okay the lighting effects and the water effects look better but overall i'm just kind of like meh similar to the handsome collection like you pop in that that hd borderlands you know the the you know cleaned up and you go yeah, it's it's not like it's not as blocky in some areas, but it's not like it's, it's night a bit, and day. It's a little bit brighter. It's maybe. cleaner, but <laughs> I f- I feel right along with you guys. I feel <laughs> the Elder Scroll games themselves. I really never was like super into the fact that they were going to be graphically amazing, versus the fact that hey, I'm almost like first slash third person now into a story where it's like you're building this character and you can kind of like create your own adventure. So I'm more excited because they did mention that the this version is going to eventually get a VR patch um, so that you'll be able to play at least some aspects of this game in VR. That interests me more because it gives me a new experience of Skyrim, you know, uh, a completely new experience of Skyrim. I, I, I am looking forward to that. It's sort of like you're in school. And there's this girl in your class, and she's kind of interesting. You know, she's not a bad-looking lady. All of a sudden, she comes in all cleaned up, all dolled up, and it's like, interesting lady. She's looking good. Boom, that's Skyrim HD. A little more interested in her <laughs> And now. you complain about my tangents. I no, almost that thought- was good. That was that helped people get their minds around I it. I almost thought that Jazzy was talking. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> Oh man, that's hurtful. That's hurt. <laughs> what I said was insightful. It helped people put their mind around it. It was a nice little little story. It's a, it's the same example as uh, so we got all this new uh, DLC for Star Wars Battlefront that I, that I'm I'm curious about. Right, I, I want to go try to fight the Death Star, but you know what'll make me put that in when the VR patch comes out, and then I'll go fight the Death Star in VR. So again, like the the, the H the year of like remakes in the year of like hey here's your 17th version of resident evil 4 like if you're a fan then great here's another way to play it of a game that you've probably played a hundred times and you don't care if you played 101 but for me i'm just kind of like eh like i don't know i'd rather I'm, i'm more excited for the next elder scrolls yeah anything else mr meat and potatoes of the podcast Nope, because <laughs> I'm taking a break. I need a cool down. I just used my alt, and now I need a cool down, because clearly you guys can't handle all of the genius that I'm dropping on the podcast today. You guys are like, you can say stuff that's just a little bit too small for us. Let's pee out of face. <laughs> okay. I like peeing on your face. I don't see the problem. Keep it in your pants, perv. <laughs> all right. <laughs> And the other half of Two Models, One Controller, Haley, she asked, gaming question. I'm glad you read that part. Thank you. Thank you. For, I'm sorry that I didn't take that That's out it. for you, that you couldn't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fucking A, man. Okay. Sinker, man. We need to get right back. We need to get right back to how things should be, and yeah. that's taking a crap on Jazz. I take everything back from, from Ethan. It's all back to Jazz. Yeah, you're welcome, Ethan. Read the question. <laughs> Read the question. What, what, what did you think of the new Mass Effect trailer given today is N7 Day? So the new Mass Effect trailer, if you want my honest opinion, I was kind of like, eh. That's basically it. I, I, like, it's pretty, okay? But it wasn't gameplay, so I don't know how pretty it really is. 
And uh, the the part that they showed us, it, it, like the interesting aspect was like, what are they in? The cool alien technology, sure. But it just did. It, there wasn't a lot there that was like get me amped for the new Mass Effect. And so, you know, it, it, yes, it was a little bit more than the E three or the yeah the E three trailer. But overall, I'm just kind of like. I don't know. The trailer needs to be more. It needs, it needs to get me. It needs to be hyped up. And I, I just like I'm hyped for the game. Don't get me wrong. Mass Effect is exciting. I'm not. I'm not as excited as Brick Bitch is, but it's one of her favorite series of all time. So like, it's a very exciting. But the trailer isn't doing it justice. I guess is my my whole point. Yeah, I feel like there's not. I agree with you 100%. I feel like there's not really, there's nothing answered. It's just like teaser after teaser after teaser. And like, but it's not I even want, like a good teaser either. Yeah. That's a thing. It's kind of like, yeah. there's got to be something there that's going to be like, oh shit, I need to get this game on release day. It's like when, like when we watch like uh, the Switch, the Switch teaser, right? Because we don't know anything. We don't know a lot about the, the Twitch. The Twitch. Wow. The Switch. <laughs> but. When you watched it, you got amped up. Like when when I watched it for the first time, and, and Ethan was there, like literally, like we had goosebumps, man. We were like, like I couldn't control myself. I was like, I, I think he's gonna throw a chair. In. <laughs> I was just like, I need to kill someone. I think I don't know what's going on. I'm brain. You need a blood offering yeah. to the video game guys. Yeah, like so so and, and you know like when the first time we saw Horizon Zero Dawn, we were like, what is this? And it's like, oh, they're in a cave. Oh, it's a caveman. It's a caveman video game. Eh. And then they walk outside and you see the robotic giraffe walk by and you're like, oh my God. And then and then you watch her. We made it an hour yep. and 32 minutes yep. into the show. You're never. Shut up. He's yeah. talking about Horizon Zero You're never going to listen to this. Until that game comes out, we're hitting it every episode. You know, and then when, <laughs> yeah. And then when she's like sneaking through the bushes and then she attacks that little like raptor, that raptor bot thing and like kills it, but then like kind of like says a blessing to it like it has a soul i'm like what the hell is this tell me everything you're going to tell me oh by the way i already gave you 60 dollars. i don't even know where to send it so i just walked i just i flew to to the studio and i taped it to your wall so if you if you see money taped to the wall of your building that's my money okay just make sure my game gets to me because holy shit and that's what yeah, I they just... did a DNA test on the the semen that was on that money too. And they know yeah. it was. You. Oh, there's a note attached that says, "You know, just test that." Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll know who I am. I'm on uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> you'll know who I am. I'm in the system. <laughs> I'm in the, I'm I'm in the, the system. Jerking off to your game for the last year. <laughs> but seriously, like like <laughs> there are games like that where I could sit there and say, when Ethan saw the first trailer for Cuphead, he instantly got like wide eyed and was like, "Oh my god, what is this?" Cool and game. you know, there's trailers like that, and I just feel like the Mass Effect trailer hasn't been at that level for a game that theoretically should be, you know, at that level. Period. So I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm any less. Wor- I'm not worried about the game. I'm still gonna buy it, but the trailers have not done it for me. Do you have anything to add to this, Ebo? I do not. I didn't watch the trailer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did I saw I saw it popped up today and figured I'd get around to it eventually. Um, I probably won't be playing this game. It's not really my kind of game. I know a lot of people love Mass Effect, so but I think it's one that I'll probably stay out of. Fair enough. Our next question is from Test, and it says, 
ask Grimlock for the question. That's right. He can't just have the emails. <laughs> uh, no, I can't. Not this one. Because <laughs> no one trusts you, crooked jazzy. Yeah. I learned after you deleted someone's fucking email. All right. So it says ask Grim. Well, look at this. I go over here and I actually have a question from Test. It says... With quite possibly the most controversial, controversial. I can't even read. This is why he can't do emails. He can't even read. Listen, if we're gonna play the who can't read game, <laughs> yeah. no one in this room is good. <laughs> yeah, no one. No one yeah. I have a disability, and I still think I could run a couple circles around you guys on a good day. No one in this room is good at reading. Controversial presidential <laughs> election in history. God, God you bad girl. <laughs> Cock-a-poo-poo. That's good. Okay, we'll go with that. Go ahead. Say it for me, Jesse. No. Controversial. This is yours. Yeah, there we go. Presidential election in history happening today. Is there any chance that we could get Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump as a guest on the show? I ask because both of these people are more trustworthy than Jazzy. (laughs) (laughs) Jazzy Lee, hashtag Jazzy Leaks, hashtag grab him by the ocarina. (laughs) (laughs) Test. There's no question there. So there's no question. Yeah. Here's the question. Yeah. The question is, can we get either one of them on the show? Absolutely not. I, I, I wouldn't I, want. I, I, I wouldn't want either. either one of them on the show. You know, the, but he did. He did follow up to my question that Crooked Jazzy deleted, and it was, why is Jazzy more Le- corrupt? Yeah. Why is he less more trustworthy? Less trustworthy than Crooked Hillary. I mean, it's simple. <sighs> Jazzy leaks. I love this podcast. <laughs> And there are certain things that when you have a love for them, you don't mix things with that love. And that's politics and religion. And you guys are really fucking with my mojo right now. Well, I'm going to pray for you. But <laughs> what we need to do is if you didn't listen to the last episode of the GameZilla podcast, uh, we discovered a dark secret about Jazzy. That the he's darkest. Been, he's been lying to all of us about the Ocarina of Time. Go back and listen to episode 129, Jazzy Leaks. Uh, it features uh, a great guest, uh, Sir Braden, a.k.a. Braden son. Yes, a.k.a. Invalid. Wonderful. Okay, next question is from Xander, and it says, Ask Grimlock for the question. No, it says, Ask Grim Winky Face. Oh, yeah, that yeah. is a winky face. Okay, so here we Jazzy go. Jazzy probably I deleted like the winky face. Are you guys ready? Should I get the toasties or the horn ready? Mm, I need Both. I need some I need some music actually. Uh, what what, what so, are you in the mood for? Something a little light, something hype. I need a little light. Oh, you, you, you know what I want. Oh, you know what I want. Oh, roll it! Yeah, get hyped, get lit. It's time for the nerd quiz from Xander. Oh God! <laughs> All right, boys, let's finish the line for two points. Or finish na- the line of cocaine. Yep. Or name the, name the game for one. Three points for both. We're going to go. Jazzy gets to go first on every single one of these. So I can get all of them wrong, <laughs> and then you have a good shot to redeem me. All right? All right. First one's We're up. Both going to be bad. This. Number one. It's dangerous to go alone. Blank. Oh, my God. If you don't know the line, you can at least get one point by saying the game. No pass. Does the line line finish with take this? Yes, it does! And let me give myself a horn. (laughs) And the game is? The original Legend of Zelda on the Nintendo Entertainment System. 3-0 Ethan. Released in 87, I believe. I could be wrong on that one. 
have all a right. feeling all of these are going to be Zelda. No, you are wrong, sir. That he actually didn't do. I mean, number, that is an iconic yeah. line, but I'm sure I'm not going to know some of these other ones, so I'm not going to give him a hard time. Okay. Number two, thank you, blank, but our princess blank. <laughs> thank you, blank, but our princess blank. Nothing? I'm gonna guess Mario for the first one. Good, thank God. But our princess <laughs> is in another is castle. In another <laughs> I didn't but think it was okay. Well, first of all, I'm confused with the. Uh, why but, wouldn't it be that? Yeah, I, I didn't. I was like, man, that's too many words. It's got to be shorter. No, it's not shorter. That's 100% correct. One point for Mario. One point for the other half. And you, you didn't even give me a chance to guess. I was gonna guess you were, that. You were over there twiddling your dick trying to figure out one of the Jazzy, easiest, Jazzy, most iconic videos. Jazzy, what game is this? Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Okay, that he one did point. correctly with one the whole One point. Game, yeah. So it is four to two. Okay. Four to two. That's way more points than I thought I was gonna get. I have bad news for you. It, it all goes downhill from here. Oh, I'm sure. The next one is I'll Break You Blank. Pass. I'll break you? I mean, is that like Ivan Drago from Rocky? Are we getting, are we no, getting outside? No, no, no. See, yeah. Nope. No. No. But that's, that's he says, I must break you or something like that in, okay. in there. I don't think I, I, I break you a little, I guess, generic for me. Okay, so this one I have no idea, but, I, uh, but I'm going to go with, I'll break you as I broke him from World of Warcraft. That's all I got. I couldn't. I couldn't find a better answer than that one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No clue. <laughs> yep. Okay. Next up. Sounds like this should be on a Legend of Retro show. Next up, transcending history and the world, a tale of swords and souls. Blank. Oh yeah. Listen to that beat. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me let me let me keep I, that that stuff running. There the we good, go. The good stuff. Yeah. No. I don't. Nope. I believe the game is Soul Calibur. It's not. That sounds like something that'd be from Soul Calibur. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. Soul Edge, Soul no. Calibur Two. There it is. Okay. Woo. Soul Calibur. Okay. I'm not trying to lead you guys, yeah. but I'm leading you. Soul Calibur Two. One point to Ethan. Um, wait, wait, wait. So can you read the line back? Let's see if I can finish it. I don't think. Sure, I can. sure. It, it goes: Transcending history and the world, a tale of swords and souls. Blank. Is the blank soul caliber? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It is transcending history and a, and the world, a tale of swords and souls, eternity retold. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Soul Caliber two. All right. Next up, Jazzy. I love the announcer for the. <laughs> He's, so He's, so He's so good. He's so good. All right. Next up, Jazzy. This is a give me. Okay. It, like legitimately, if you don't get this one, our friendship is over. Pass. X-Men, welcome to blank. Oh, shit. I think we just talked about this one, too. I know. I'm drawing a blank. I hate quiz games. <laughs> I fucking hate quiz games. Because we're going to say the answer, I'm going to be like, fuck, I knew that. But it's like I, when I'm on the spot, Can I, I give him a hint? Yeah. I, it's three letters. Welcome to... Nope, I quit. It's from Magneto. You're not gonna help me. I just don't know. I'm not. I'm not good at quiz <laughs> games. Three does letters. E does Ethan know this one? X Men. Welcome to. It's three letters long. Mm-hmm. 
now. <laughs> nope. Minus two points. <laughs> Welcome to... It's one of the worst video game lines of all time. And? Nope. What game is it from? Is it from X-Men on the NES? Nope. Is it from... Uh... The Mutant War? Nope. Okay, you guys all lose on this one. X-Men, welcome to die. Oh, welcome <laughs> to die! Yep, from the X-Men yes. arcade. Okay. All right, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's in the dialogue there in, like, the... Yep. Yeah. They just talked about this on Legend of Retro, I'm yep. pretty sure. Yep. Number six. Go home and be blank. I don't think either one of you get this one, but... We'll give it a try. Yeah, no, no guesses? Um, Final Fantasy. <laughs> nope, you're out. Go home and be a family man. Street Fighter 2. Okay. And it's when Guile is saying that to Chun-Li. Wow. He tells Chun-Li to go home and be a family man? Yes. Now, to be fair, he says that. He could say that to anybody, but they show it in the picture as Chun-Li. Yeah. All right. Welcome to die. I can't believe I couldn't remember that. Oh, 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 I need a Roll little bit Yep, here we go. <laughs> Number seven. It's four to two still. Number no, I got points off of... Uh... Soul Calibur, five to two. Yeah. Five to two. It's five to two. All right. Number seven. That was too close. You, o you were almost a blank. Goner. Nope. Ethan? It's from a Resident Evil game. Boom! One point. Six to two. Um, you are almost... Oh. It's, is it from the beginning of one? <sighs> Read it back to me again. That was too close. You were almost a blank. I don't think it's pincushion. Uh, 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 I was supposed to play snack? this with you guys. Is it a snack? No, nope. it's not that. It was a Jill sandwich. Jill sa so, okay, I was close with... Yeah, okay. I don't think I was far off. I wouldn't give me the points, but my train of thought was right. All right, Jazzy. If you got to get this one. You might be able to get all three points here. Ready? I think you're going to get this one. The cake. Blank. Mania. The cake. Blank, blank, blank. Three... It the cake, you hold your mouth. <laughs> the cake, blank, blank, blank. Try to play this one. You, you don't know this one? Nope. Really? I'm horrible at remembering this shit, so I, this is why I don't do quiz games. I don't know why you guys even put me through this shit on this show. <laughs> this is why. Yeah, it, it makes this me feel better. Why. You really defeated me. Uh, I might be terrible at Destiny, but at least I know some basic video yeah, game. Give me something to shoot in the face. Okay, <laughs> Ethan, take the three points, please. Uh, is a lie. Yep. Is it from Portal or Portal 2? It's Portal. Okay, it's Portal. It's all three points. Nine to two. That could have been your swing vote right there. But you got this one. I could feel it. Nope. What is a man? Oh, a, I know this. A miserable little pile of secrets. I knew he was going to put this one in here. But enough talk. Blank. Pass. <laughs> it's from Symphony of the Night, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Boom, one point. Ten um, to two. What, what is the, the last part of it? I'm trying to remember if I can finish it. So it goes blank, blank, blank. It's three, it's three words that we want. And is what it goes, what is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets. But enough talk. 
Time to die? Nope. It's have at you. Have at you. All right. Next up. It's the last one. Oak's words echoed. There's a time and place for everything. Blank, blank, blank. Jazzy. You can get the game, Jazzy. <laughs> Come on. Pokemon. Yeah! Give him some hype! Woo! That was worth 10 points. He just beat oh, you. Oh, <laughs> man. So, uh, yeah, it was from Pokemon. Does uh, Ethan know how to finish it? Uh, read it back to me again. I don't think I can, actually. Oak's, Oak's words echoed. There's a time and place for everything. Blank, blank, blank. It's either like... Now is not it, or put it away, or put it away, tuck it back between your legs. Like, what it's but not now, but not now. Yes, it's when you try to use your bike inside, and Oak shames you for it. (laughs) I just want to whip around the game corner in my bike and not having it. All right, Jazzy, now that we just took uh, made you super happy, go ahead, finish the emails. You want me, you want me to re-roll the email intro to try and uh, no, get you excited fine. again? We're just gonna go. Well, we're gonna into do the it for the fans because apparently everyone likes it. The FBI yeah. has just sent a letter to Game informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading Gamezilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. Get it, Jazzy. Okay, Jazzy, for the Gamezilla mailbox is up to date. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast email <laughs> section. You Part write two. Them, we read them. You can send all of your questions, not quizzes, <laughs> to info at MotorCityGaming.com. There were just a lot of questions in that. It yeah. was still very much questions. It was a close, uh, what, uh, <laughs> uh, was that 12 to 3? That was bad. I'm really was bummed bad. I didn't I'm get really Welcome to Die. I'm, I'm actually pretty bummed I didn't. I was bummed that neither one of you got that either. Yeah, that was yeah. like, like when I looked at these before before I went and like researched the answers, that was the one I, like that was like one of the three out of the ten that I knew right off the top of my head. Yeah, right. They were tough. Yeah, they, some Good of those shit. were impossible. Our next question is from Bub from Pugs. Nice. <laughs> Will the NES Classic be everything that I hope for, or will I be wasting $60? Everything you hope for. It's got 30 games, some of the best we've that we are so familiar with. And, um, I mean, come on. It, you can call the power line for the first three days that it exists. I mean, pff, that's worth $60 alone. It used to cost you $60 just to call the power line. Fact. <laughs> it's worth your money as long as you're the type of person that likes having fun. Yeah. If you don't like having fun, keep your money. You, <laughs> you sad, sad person, you. I'm going to say if you owned an NES in the past, this is going to be totally worth your $60. And if you didn't own an NES in the past... This is going to be totally worth your $60. I agree. Fact. If I yep. wasn't saving my money for a Switch, I'd be buying one. Yeah. You should buy both. Maybe Santa will bring you one. Yeah. Ooh, maybe Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Our next question is from Sci Fi AJ. <gasps> since, Black Fr- <laughs> <laughs> since Black Friday is only a few weeks away, Question one, how much do you guys miss working at Best Buy? 
absolutely none of it. Zero percent. Let me share a quick tale of my second Black Friday with worst purchase. Uh, my supervisor was kind of an asshole, and he scheduled me, the new guy in the department, to be the only person in the department for the entire afternoon and evening when there aren't any things left for anyone to buy. So you just have angry customers everywhere trying to buy garbage. Who did that for you? Grim was my supervisor. <laughs> yep. In here's the camera department. Here's something you learn as a supervisor. Work the morning because you have to, and then pawn all the shitty stuff off to your teammates. To your dumb, the dumb people that work under you. So I was the senior camera salesman in the store at that time. You know, I'm talking about that hour period because Grim wasn't there, and I'd worked in the department for three months. <laughs> so I had people... From all across the store, so many customers asking me so many questions. I kid you not, I forgot my own name. <laughs> we had our Kodak representative who was in the store come up and go, hey, I need you to sign this. And they handed me their little, like, uh, you know, uh, Palm Pilot thing we had to sign off on. Like, I need you to sign this. And I took it. I put the pen in my hand and I held it. I looked at it. I looked at them. I looked at it. I looked at them. And I was like. I don't know what you want me to do here. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, write your name. And I was like, I got nothing. I, I don't know. And they're like, your name's Ethan. I was like, cool. I wrote Ethan. I handed it back to them. And I, I went and flagged down a manager. I go, I'm going on break right now. I literally, literally forgot my name. I am so stressed out and bombarded. I forgot what my name was. And, and we still are friends. Yeah. Like after I, after me. I did that to him. So the abuse isn't a new thing. No. The abuse has been happening for yeah. a it's decade a tra- It's now. training though. Like look at look at the fine young gentleman you've become thanks to, I'm thanks not, to me. I'm none of those things. Not that young look anymore. Fine, not a fine gentleman. young sociopath that you've become. <laughs> Potential hazard to society you've become. <laughs> So sci-fi AJ, no, I do not. I do not miss it at all. <laughs> so he misses it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I miss zero percent of Best Buy. Question two: Are there any games, DVDs, Blu-rays you think will be worth snagging on sale this year? What is a DVD? <laughs> hey, I bought some DVDs this weekend. I I was at a, at a I was at a worst purchase store. You bought DVDs yeah. from Best Buy? Yeah. Okay, listen to this. I they, don't want to listen. They to had this. they had a, they had the value bin where you get three for ten dollars. <laughs> so uh, I, you know, my my wife was digging through it and she goes, "Oh, we don't have Catch Me If You Can," and I was like. Okay, and then she's like, "Oh, do you like Shutter Island?" And she grabs Shutter Island. I was like, "Okay," and I grab one. And I go, "Have you ever seen the Underworld movie?" She goes, "I don't know what that is." I go, well, "We can get three of them <laughs> in one pack," and it, so we got five DVDs for ten dollars. And she's never seen Underworld. Oh, and then I also bought all three Ghostbusters movies on collector's edition Blu-ray. So, worst you, purchase really got you. Bought money. those. I yeah. thought those were gifted to you. Well, she gave me the non-collector's edition, and I went and returned them. To go get the collector's edition. Oh. So they were pseudo-gifted. Okay, okay. I, so upgra- gift- I upgraded the gift. So what you're saying is her gift wasn't good enough for you. She could not find the collector's edition, mm-hmm. so she told me, here you go. You can take them back and get the collector's edition if you want. And I said, I will. Low blow, man. Low blow. It's not a low blow. <laughs> I got I got what was intended to be given to me. They do look sweet, though. They're awesome collector's edition mm-hmm. Ghostbuster Blu-rays in like, nice tins. Yeah, very nice. Um, I am 
not going to go into stores at all during the holidays, probably. Uh, Amazon will be my best friend. And so as far as there are any games I'm looking to snag, I guess I didn't buy Titanfall 2 because there's just so many games to play right now with the PlayStation VR and, and everything else that, we're, that we've been playing that I just didn't feel like there was enough time. So I, if I could find Titanfall 2 on sale, I probably would pick it up. But other than that, I don't really have a whole lot of games like uh, Last Guardian I'm going to pick up. But I doubt I'll see that on sale because it's be brand new. So definitely not Call of Duty. I'm keeping an eye out for games that are actually already near the $20 price point. Uh, I'm talking about Last of Us Remastered, Dying Light, Until Dawn. Um, just a few of the titles that because I've only been on PS4 for the last year, there were a lot of titles that were in year one or two of the PS4 launch that I never played. And those are the ones I'm hoping that we can uh, see on sale around the holidays and they're, you know, maybe the $10, $15 price point. Love to pick them up. Injustice, another one I never played. Love to pick it up. Yeah, All those you just listed, you should own. I yeah, agree. They're I all, 100% agree. They're all, a lot of great titles are going to be in that cheap price point because we're in that life cycle of the system. So. I would love to hear your feedback on The Last of Us. as So one of the greatest games ever made arguably, and we actually have someone here that's never experienced it. Yeah. So it would be it's like we've heard so many times people like their different reactions and just emotional responses to this game. It'd be interesting now down the road to, to hear Ethan's. But uh, so yeah, that, those would be some good ones for you to keep an eye out for. If I if I don't if it doesn't make its way to me this holiday season, I do think it's one I would pick up um, probably. Sometime in, sometime in the new year, maybe that will be the game that t- tides me over from the January to March uh, stretch of time before the Switch comes out. Yeah, and Infamous, I would highly recommend. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jazzy, what are you looking for? Nah, Black Friday, <laughs> I'm with you. I work in a big box retail store. Um, I'm blessed with the, the fact that I have a property management of it, and I just have to fix stuff. I don't have to deal with a lot of that, <laughs> that hot mess that I've had to deal with in the past, so I try to stay away from as much as possible. But at the same time, you know, I'm I'm that person that goes in and uh, into into Ethan's shift when when everything's already been wiped clean and you know the masses have have already filed out of the door. It's calmed down, the dust has settled, and I kind of like pick up the scraps of anything that I've really kind of missed in gaming that I want to pick up and and give a go. So. I'll be probably looking for that the the Bioshocks, the Borderlands, the stuff like that. Yeah. What's the next email? <laughs> next email is from the glitch. I got to get a cool saying before I actually try to glitch that out. No, what don't, do, don't do it. Please <laughs> don't. Don't do it. Ask ask Ethan for a sound effect, but don't don't get yeah. Can we get a sound effect? I for don't the know if I don't know if I want to start giving oh. every person that emails us every week their own sound effect. That's gonna. That's Man, gonna what really are you saying? Sound. The glitch isn't good enough. The glitch is my dude. He <laughs> he did dicks out for Jaws Unleashed. Like the glitch is my dude. But I mean. You know what I heard you there? You gotta draw the line. You know what I heard there, Grim? I heard there, man, as the producer of a show, I don't want to have to produce. Ooh. No, Rigid, I just love that. your damn emails. <laughs> what, this what? show is two hours and 15 minutes long, okay? Yeah, what is your favorite what-the-fuck moment in video games? Whether it be you thought it was controversial, Modern Warfare 2, no Russian level, Badass, Mortal Kombat X Fatalities, 
or unneeded sexual content, Mass Effect alien sex. <laughs> what oh, that was Whoa! Whoa! Wait a second, rewind. <laughs> that was needed. Rewind. I need to go back on a statement I said earlier about having no interest in Mass Effect. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit more about oh, yeah. that? It's like blue on green, tentacles and all. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. All I'm gonna say that is sounds un- toasty. When he says unneeded, I'm gonna replace that and say we need more. Extremely necessary. Yes. He says, "What made you this?" How do they allow this shit in video games? And he attaches a picture that he took while playing Dragon Warrior 7 <laughs> after one of his characters. And it says, as the Gerbian, Gabo became Big Pussy. That's legit, like, <laughs> in the game. Yep, in the game. Watch out, you'll get grabbed. <laughs> yeah, watch, yeah, watch out. Trump will grab you. Grab you right in the pussy. <laughs> God, I'll be happy when it's Wednesday and we can just move oh, on from this. Oh, we'll, we'll know soon. Yeah. Go vote. Anyways. Don't, um, no, don't. Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah, I wouldn't even worry Stay about it. Stay home. Yeah. Don't partake in this dog and pony start, show. Start working on boarding up your house and then. <laughs> the purge is coming, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. The purge is coming. <laughs> Doesn't matter who wins tonight, the purge is coming. We're all fucking doomed. <laughs> start digging your trench to Canada because it's your only hope. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. Uh, God bless America. Um, America. This show has gotten so out of line. Modern Warfare is definitely one of... Modern Warfare 2, the no Russian level, is definitely something that I remember. Um, But there's... It might be that level. I'm going to confuse my games, but there's there's a Call of Duty that... There's a level where you literally just have a gun... And there's like four of you, and you're walking through an airport just killing everyone. There's no health bar. There's no anything. It's not even a level. It's really just a, a rail shooter where you're just walking through, and you just level the entire airport to set up this storyline that you're going to play afterwards. And it's like, why did I need to fucking... Why did I have to play that? Couldn't that just been a cutscene that disturbed me? Because now I feel like I got blood on my hands. That seems like it's in poor taste. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, um, they really like so. I remember that a lot uh, from 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 one of those games. I, I again cameraed the game, but I remember the level and just was like, um, "This is unnecessary." <laughs> yeah, that's that's one, and I I do agree. I think Mortal Kombat X fatalities, like at your birthday party, the the X ray breakers and stuff like that, like you'd watch it and the whole room would just be like, oh, damn! You know, like, things like that. Like, the, you really got a, just a sense of, like, brutal. <laughs> Usually it was like, uh, yeah, how does someone get back up from that? <laughs> They'd be dead. Yeah. I'm gonna take this in a different way. And during my horny teenage years... Uh, whoa, no, no, no! <laughs> No, no, no. If I we had Hodges, no, 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 cl- Curtain, we're going to yank you off stage with a, with a hook, and we're going to roll and close the no, curtain. No, hear it out, hear it out, all right? No, no, we do not want to hear this out. When you start a sentence within my horny teenage days, I can speak for not only myself but- and Grimm, but every person that is not just listening right now but has ever listened to this show, they don't want to hear what you have to say after that. <laughs> Okay, Don't. so here it is. Oh, oh can I, I'm taking my headphones off and plugging my ears. It was, ba- it was back. 
<laughs> was back when I played this game called Playboys The Mansion. Oh, this is getting worse. <laughs> this is getting and worse. And your whole goal is you're like you're like a Hugh Hefner, and you're trying to get like these writers and stuff like this to create a magazine. So you have to go around and throw these parties <laughs> and flirt with all of these hot women that get naked and take photographs. And I was like, what the fuck? This game is amazing. <laughs> You actually played that game? Yes, I played the shit out of that Does game. Does your mom know that you played that game? Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. Did she buy it for you? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it was my dad. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't him. I, I ended up getting it. Wow. Um, this is my last episode on this show. <laughs> that was a good content. There's so many reasons I don't want to come back next week. At least it wasn't like I used to fap to Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure or something like that. <laughs> That's you know? where I thought it was going. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to be like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Remember that, orig- least, remember least- that original Tomb Raider when uh, Lara Croft had them pointy cone boobs? <laughs> Boner. <Yep. laughs> <laughs> I used to get down. How did I get emphysema all of a sudden? Hey, this is Jazzy. <laughs> hey, you know, I used to... I used to beat it with scrubs, and I used to, you know, Laura Croft was there. <laughs> uh, all right, so do you have anything you need to say about this? Uh, I love the game, Blitz the League. There's no way it would ever fly today that you could, like, juice the players. You're, like, <laughs> like in between, and you're playing the season mode, and in between games, you're buying, like, performance-enhancing drugs and steroids, <laughs> and you have to choose which player on your roster you're giving, dr- like, these illegal <laughs> drugs to. There's no way no, that game was that no. game was a decade ago. There's no way you could do it now. Parents would be in an uproar yeah. if they're like, "My little Johnny's buying crack on the football game." <laughs> Never happened nowadays, and it's it's amazing it even flew back then. Yeah, that is a really good. That's a good one. So, all right, let's close this up with. Uh, it's not really a question, but uh, Braden decided to chime in. Do I have to get my music ready? His uh, his <laughs> his title to this email is simply this. You know why. (laughs) It is a small child flicking off everyone, like, super pissed. Why has he got, like, Braveheart face paint? Because he's ready for battle. And it basically says, you know why, fuck you all, except Jazzy, he's still my boy. Yeah! How does Jazzy still get out of this? He was in the raid with us. He bit... He bailed on him, too. No, I had nothing to do with that situation. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You could have gave up your spot for him. To be fair, you guys all scrub-loving Caleb to Brayden by letting this scrub into your fire I team. I did. I should have kicked you the second that he hopped out. Oh, on. yeah, because should've. I'm a scrub, and you guys let let me in. I was all for it. I just kept you my mouth shut the because I was Caleb like... Caleb did to you. I was like, man, I really want Brayden in here, but... Ethan said he'd give a spot up. I can't say that I want him out because I got to see him up. tomorrow you in the should, studio. <laughs> you should have just been like, Ethan, you got to go. I'd be like, it's cool. I get it. I don't have an ego. I get it. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. That's the emails. Jazzy, you got anything to say about emails? <laughs> this is a disaster. The longest emails show ever wrap this up. All right. Well, send your questions in. Info at MotorCityGaming.com. Enter the Pokemon giveaway to be given away on a future episode of The Legend of Retro. What do we say? The 17th of November is going to be the official giveaway. The deadline is November 13th. Log on to MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. And enter today. We like to thank... 
Detroit Beard Collective, our sponsor for host for sponsoring the show and everything that Motor City Gaming is doing. So thank you. Check them out. DetroitBeardCollective.com. Thanks for tuning in to episode 130 of the GameZilla podcast. Every Tuesday, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and of course, MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. And as always, game game on, on, bitches!